0: So do you have anything left to say about Batman or Owen? I mean what's
1: to say that I didn't already let loose out of my rear end? Oh, man. It stinks too. <laughs> yeah.
0: the wand. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, but we're going to do it. Welcome to Mandatory Movies, the bonus show on franchise fourths, movies that are the fourth of their franchise. Hmm. We got three movies that were not good enough for the main show, which for the record included... A very racist film from clint eastwood <laughs> uh, yeah the highlight of which was a dog fart yeah which i stand by is one of the all-time great screen farts top five yeah it's gotta be top five i don't know what would
1: really compete with it yo brad what's your top five
0: anyway i think the BFG would have one of the top five where they all drink that fart potion and the the queen has that, like, monster fart in the palace where, like, the corgis blow off their bed. <laughs> that, I don't know if that beats Meathead's fart, but it would be in the top five.
1: <laughs> was not a real question I was asking. <laughs> Just... Oh shit Hey, so it's our bonus episode
0: of That Jim Carrey fart <laughs> in uh, Dumb and Dumber might make it When he puts the lighter up to his butt Pretty funny
1: Oh yeah <laughs> What about my fart before the last bonus episode? I mean, it's not a screen fart That's true I'm
0: Talking Mike fart, then <laughs> it makes <laughs> it That makes it the top 275 My
1: name's Kevin though <laughs>
0: uh so yeah uh
1: we're talking uh victor freeze two-time decathlete (laughs) winner of the i don't know they had to make sure that he was a decathlete because he's a you know mr universe gotcha we're watching
0: batman and robin which is one of the films that we're talking about he
1: looks so fucking bored
0: (laughs) george clooney that is yeah anyway anyway so yeah we're talking uh batman and robin one of my choices Mm-hmm. talking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new generation. The next, the next generation. generation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also known choice?
1: as the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think they called it. Is it the return? Does he return? No, actually. We'll get into that. So. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then we're talking Bride of Chucky,
1: <coughs> which is one of my choices. Yes. The fourth film in the child's play, French's. Do I regret it? Maybe. Stay tuned. You know who doesn't regret it? John Ritter. Because he's dead. Yeah. Was
0: he ever in a movie that where there was like a prominent fart?
1: <laughs> Do you think? Were there any farts in Bad Santa? Wasn't he in that? There had to have been, yeah. Yeah, he was not that. Hmm. So,
0: <clears throat>
1: Batman and Robin. Yes. Batman and Robin. From the year 1997. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's it's not that great. I mean, we're not really going out on a limb there. <laughs> Most people generally know this. Not exactly an unpopular opinion. Yeah, that it's bad. It's not a hot take.
0: <sighs> but it's really bad.
1: Where'd my drink go?
0: You keep keep going. You want know I mean, a riff?
1: Yeah. Just be like. So, Brad, tell us what Batman and Robin's
0: about, since it was your pick. Uh, So, Batman and Robin is about this new villain, Mr. Freeze, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, He is trying to collect diamonds to power his freezing machines.
1: What's his name
0: in the movie? Uh, It's Mr. Freeze. Oh.
1: Should I learn that? Should I learn it well?
0: Sure, off-mic guy.
1: Will it be the chilling sound of my
0: doom?
1: (laughs) Uh, Keep keep going, you're doing good.
0: Am I doing good or am I doing well?
1: Neither, actually. Fair enough. You were saying about the freeze, man? (laughs) So... Uh, Mr. Freeze man
0: Yeah so Batman and Robin uh, There's a new villain in town In the town of Gotham Called Mr. Freeze He's trying to steal diamonds To power freezing equipment (laughs) To I I don't know exactly What the plan is Um, He wants to
1: freeze Gotham
0: Yeah because his wife is dying Of some weird disease And he decided to freeze her Until there's a cure or something like that But instead of trying to find the cure, he just decides that he's going to freeze a bunch of stuff. So, Batman and Robin fight him. There's also the environmentalist, Poison Ivy, whose venom serum gets weaponized on Bane. And he's just sort of... uh,
1: speechless character character is probably a generous term which oddly enough in the movie they call a super soldier serum which is what yeah. they used for captain america yeah in the marvel comics who That's... is turned from a measly little weakling into a giant hulking person mm-hmm. which is exactly what they did to bane in the movie yeah
0: except he's incoherent yeah. and has no personality
1: they actually call him a beast in this movie a beast yeah no beauty just beast Ugh. A lot That's, of puns, yeah. A lot of puns. There, there are a few puns in this so, movie. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I,
1: I, you know, how much plot is there to speak of? Uh, the plot, I, I. It feels like the plot shifts as the movie goes. Like yeah. almost like they were just writing it as they went. Um, there's a lot of lines That's fair. that you can kind of. Um, Chris O'Donnell seems kind of way too into his role. Like plays Robin. Yeah, like he shouldn't be this into delivering lines um george clooney gives it the proper amount of like i don't give a shit about any of this he's basically playing george clooney yeah you can tell every line he delivers he just hates Mm -hmm. um and then uh uh, i think i mentioned it i might have mentioned it earlier maybe it's uh on the bonus or on the preview episode but um yeah he's got the that general george clooney like when life hands you lemons, just smile and look down while you deliver a line or or laugh or something. And I'm just like, Batman's smiling a lot in this movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's also not a lot of Batman in this movie. No, there really isn't. Uh, There's a lot of villains in this movie, which is weird because they have no real personality. Um, Like It's kind of strange because this is sort of the last comic book movie before comic book movies started being taken seriously. Like X Men right. comes after this, which is still like a little bit silly, but that's one where there's kind of a statement being made, I guess. And yeah. where but, we're actually kind of like viewing these characters in some kind of reality. Yeah. Whereas like this
1: uh this is so cartoony. Yeah. Um well in this one like I don't know if it was just this time that I watched it, like, I kind of like, I understood, I guess, what he was going for, because he was trying to do, like, a Batman 66, like, really campy, really dumb, but also kind of taking it seriously, and it didn't work. Like, those two styles do not At match. Are you talking about Joel, Joel yeah. Schumacher? Joel Schumacher.
0: Because, um, yeah. like, all
1: the puns, the the big, like, colorful, weird, like, set pieces, like, that's all, like, Batman 66 stuff. It's
0: absurd.
1: Well, and, of course, everyone, you know, picks on the bat nipples.
0: The, well, there's the bad nipples, and there's also the movie opens with just like a zoom in of their asses yeah. as they put the costume on. Just butts and
1: crotches. Yeah, it's very odd. Uh, and even Mister Freeze has nipples, which a lot of people d- never really discuss. It they're never comes large. Up. Yeah, they are. They're really weird looking. And um and and you know, God bless her, Uma Thurman is trying. But she's she, trying. She's doing like the the old like femme fatale like. Uh I don't know, kind of a May West mixed with like uh just with with the way that she talks. This that- is this is yeah. arguably more campy than Batman sixty six. Yeah. Well for everything it's just the dialogue is terrible. There's there, there's parts of the dialogue that don't even make sense. Like when you even think about it, there's yeah, oh, like just, most of them. Yeah, like all of it. How about this? He's got a he's got a Batman credit card. <laughs> We're forty minutes into the movie and his
0: girlfriend makes her first appearance. Yeah, and in the next scene, she'll ask for him to propose to her. Yeah, and uh, we don't know anything about her. Maybe she was in Batman Forever. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, I haven't seen that movie in twenty
1: years, but uh yeah it's pretty horrible and like there's i mean even just going from the beginning like it's just there's like i was even picking like little things where i'm like well that's dumb like at the beginning when they kind of try to stop freeze's plan at the very beginning of the movie and he shoots off that rocket into the sky Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, Freeze, if you... If the you, slowest moving rocket yeah, ever. He's like, you blow up this rocket over Gotham and thousands will die. And first off, I'm like, how? Like thousands? <laughs> like, and then secondly, I'm like, 30 seconds later, he plants a bomb on the rocket. <laughs> and Robin's like, a bat bomb? He's like, I got to blow this up before it explodes or whatever. I'm like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> Before it crashes. Yeah, I also like that, uh, you know, something that opens with them putting on all their gear yeah. and the close-up of their asses. Yeah. And it's not even them putting it on. Like, it's the illusion of them. Like, they already have it on. They're just turning and showing their asses to the camera. Well, and it's
0: also, the suit is molded in the shape of an ass. So yeah. it's not even their ass. It's it's, the su- it's not even, like, like if you're into that, like, it's not even, you know, George Clooney's ass. It's just this suit. It's just rubber ass. <laughs>
1: The movie opens with rubber ass. The movie opens with rubber ass. Yeah, but then it's the on, rubber ass
0: film on their little uh, TV screen in the Batmobile. Uh, the commissioner says we have a new villain, Mister Freeze. Yeah, but Mister Freeze is already like ninety percent through his plan of collecting all these diamonds yeah. for his fucking <laughs> freezing device, and he also already has this giant team of ice skating street hockey henchmen. <laughs>
1: You, don't forget that the commissioner just bar, bar, just barrels through his lines of like, "There's a commotion down at the museum." There, he is freezing the uh, dinosaur exhibit. He calls himself Mister Freeze. He goes like just four sentences that start with he, and then it's like you need to help.
0: Yeah, and as far like dialogue wise, um, <laughs> what percentage uh, of Mister Freeze's lines are puns? Oh, one
1: hundred percent. I think.
0: That's maybe an exaggeration. I'd say (laughs) (laughs) ninety-three. Yeah, they're all terrible, and they're all like they're not even like clever. Uh, They're not even like an attempt to do something smart. It's literally just like, chill out, cool off, and
1: he repeats lines. Chill, (laughs) chill. What killed the dinosaurs? The ice age, and it just looks like he's he can't move in his suit, like it just looks like really uncomfortable for him to be in that suit. Yeah, Uh, it's just weird. Well, and and like going back to the rocket, we're not even halfway through this movie yet. So, he's his whole plan is that he's gonna freeze Batman to death in this rocket. He says, Once you hits once it hits 30,000 feet, your your heart will stop and we'll beat no more. He says, (laughs) and and, and, and at 30,000 feet. The temperature is like negative 40, negative 50. And they jump out of the rocket at presumably negative 50 degrees. Yeah, probably. And they're fine. Robin's on the side of the rocket. He's outside the rocket, hitting, getting all the wind. He's like, both these guys are dead. And then when they introduce Bane, the doctor's like, oh, I, you know, I hooked up this, this thing through him by, uh, by drilling three concentric circles into his, uh, brain. And I'm like, concentric circles. So you drilled one hole? (laughs) Like, like, what are you saying? You drilled a small hole and then a bigger hole and then a bigger hole on top of it. It's just, it makes no sense. None of the dialogue makes any sense. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah, it's terrible. It's all just stupid. Batman has a credit card. Who knows how that works? (laughs) Did he go into the bank? He went into a bank dressed as Batman. He said, I'd like to open an account as Batman. He gave them the image to put on the card. (laughs) He must, his legal name must be Batman. He must have a second.
0: (laughs) No, uh, dialogue wise, one of my favorite parts is toward the end when some of the henchmen are planting the bombs and they're literally like, putting something down and going bomb and then they put another one on bomb 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 bomb
1: bomb also I love when one poison Ivy tries to like seduce them by like blowing the toxin in their face or whatever when she blows it in Robin's face he he kind of like goes like oh, oh like ooh, mm-hmm. what was that but when every time she blows it in Batman's face he just like shakes his head really quickly and he's like Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Like he knows
0: that like, oh this is stupid. This plot this plot point again. And also like how does how does nobody else Ugh. see the glowing fluorescent uh <laughs> stream of like powder or whatever going into people's noses? Exactly.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh yeah, he he doesn't do any, any sort of Batman anything in this movie. Bane just gets greener as the movie goes. I also like when when
0: Bane like dies at the end, um, how they just kind of like laugh at him and and then <laughs> and step leave over him. They leave him <laughs> like die. they don't see him as this victim <laughs> who this this like state of being was inflicted upon him. Yeah, it's just like
1: <laughs> oh, this poor guy.
0: See you later
1: uh yeah no like was my i wasn't kidding when i texted you last night and i was like we could do a commentary track for this entire movie like <laughs> i could just keep talking about the dumb shit in this movie yeah my
0: the the other like i have made fun of christopher nolan's uh his his bane film yeah. where like uh dark knight returns or no what is it dark knight rises yeah um I don't think it's a very good film, but anyway, uh, it, like it has like the ticking time bomb at the end, where like the, there's that suspense that's built out of a fucking ticking clock. Um, this movie also has a ticking clock, but it's a three-digit clock, so it's literally just <laughs> the hour and the minutes. <laughs> so you have to wait for the minute to turn
1: over. Yeah, I still don't understand that. They <laughs> repurposed a telescope as a freeze ray. I, don't, I still don't even really know how that works. <laughs> I don't know. And then they realigned satellites to get the sun to warm the city. <laughs> I'm just like, Whoa. what? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sun's rays are not lasers. You can't just like direct them to. <laughs> and by the time that it, the sun actually heated things up, everyone will be dead. Yeah, because they had like eleven minutes or something like that. And by the way, Batman sets a trap for Mister Freeze with a room full of innocent people. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the worst hero- heroic
0: act I've ever seen. I mean, it's as lazy as George Clooney's performance in this movie. Yeah, like if he weren't handsome, this
1: this would have bombed harder than <laughs> yeah. it did. Yeah, half the time he's wearing half the time he's wearing. Um, a Batman costume or he's wearing uh a tuxedo or he just is basically just like wearing whatever Seth Gecko wore in fucking from Dusk till Dawn <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it is what it is. Alfred's dying, that's kind of a moot point bad girls in it yeah that's right we didn't even fucking talk about alicia silverstone shows up
0: do you know why we didn't talk about it because she has a scene where she shows up and then 20 minutes later she shows back up and then yeah (laughs) uh, like 40 minutes later she's (laughs) apparently came to gotham to earn money uh doing underground motorcycle racing (laughs) (laughs) yep that's true and then she shows up like another 40 minutes later where she like happens upon the Batcave and puts on yep. the Batgirl suit because Alfred knew that she was here and built her a suit or something like that.
1: Yeah, she fucking... After like after he told her not to look at the sensitive information on that disc, a dying man, a dying relative said, don't she, look at this disc. She disrespected him. First thing she fucking did was pop that disc in there. Fucking disrespect him. How inefficient <laughs> is
0: the use of space for his computer where the entire bottom portion of the computer... <laughs> Opens up toward him so they can put the disk in. Uh,
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> what kind of disk drive is that? She,
1: she's doing it right now.
0: Uh, I do what that password is. Don't you miss the days when the password could just be like Carl?
1: <laughs> peg. <laughs> One, What's on? two, three. How'd you know the password was Peg? Well, I was just thinking of what Uncle Alfred's favorite activity was. <laughs> So it's. <laughs> that's the other thing. That that great line that I was talking to you about earlier, where um, she tells Batgirl tells Robin she's like you don't you don't understand blah, 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 like Alfred's sick, and then she walks upstairs and then then you hear um Bruce Wayne who's like eavesdropping in the other room and he goes Alfred's not sick and then the camera pans over to him and he goes he's dying <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck is the difference. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's literally because the scene when batgirl shows up she like sneaks out of the house and like steals a motorcycle and then yeah and then it's literally like 20 30 minutes later before she shows up again
0: yeah oh yeah like, she, she's off screen for so long
1: because I, when i when i saw her pop up back up again i was like hold on and i rewound it to, like to find the timestamp for when she disappeared <laughs> like oh okay that's a weird way to introduce a character here she is and she's gone for a third of the movie yeah And she'll be back, and she's going to punch poison ivy into a plant, which will then eat her for some reason. Don't really understand that. Stands to reason. All right. I think we're uh, all set on Batman and Robin. That's right. Robin the spoiled kid. I want a Robin signal in the sky. Like, bitch, you live in my mansion. (laughs) Bitch. I don't know. The saddest part about this movie is that Batman still owes $7 million to that fucking... Charity.
0: That's that's true. We did not even mention the selling women scene. <laughs> right. These the old, like a celebrity auction type of thing. The old bachelorette auction. Yeah.
1: I'll pay fifty thousand to the broad with the flower on her. Yeah.
0: And that was Batman <laughs> and Robin.
1: Yep. Once again, does nothing Batman like. Oh man What a bunch of shit this movie is
0: wow. So anyway <laughs> So do you have anything left to say
1: about Batman or Robin? I mean What's to say that I didn't already let loose out of my rear end? Oh, man, it stinks too <laughs> Yeah <Ugh. sighs> You know, it's alright Brad Just smile and look down Just cloning it I mean, I'm looking down because my (laughs) nose is in my shirt. (laughs)
0: Yes. (sighs) So move on to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. The next Next generation. generation. I don't know about you, but most of my notes on this are literally just stupid quotes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I like it. So this is one of your choices.
1: Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hadn't seen this movie in many years. I thought it would be fun to subject you to it because I remember it being really fucking weird and mm-hmm. did not disappoint.
0: <laughs> no, I like I, I can't say that I disliked watching it because I, I think like the first half of it is just like absurd dialogue that is just like really yeah. stupid and kind of funny. Uh, and then the second half has Matthew McConaughey, who is maybe in a different movie than the rest of the actors, because
1: he's actually kind of performing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it's like his first movie and Renee Zellweger's first movie. But yeah, I kind of love it. Like, it's almost like, like, it's not good, but no. it's it's like a car accident that like, you just can't stop watching. Like, it was on, and I'm just, like, sitting there, like, I don't know if if I told you this, or I was talking to my brother about it, because we watched it years ago, so I don't remember if I said it to you or him, but I was like, yeah, I put it on at, like, 11 o'clock, because I was expecting to fall asleep to it, and I watched the entire fucking thing, (laughs) because I'm just like, I can't just stop watching this right now.
0: Yeah, like, I, 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 honestly, I was entertained by it. Um, It's really fucking stupid, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, And it's kind of, like, a weird thing, too. Uh, like, we're going to be talking about Bride of Chucky soon, and I think yeah. that, I think these two are kind of similar in the sense that, like, they're the fourth of this franchise where the villain is essentially the reason we're watching this, but then they have to have, like, a protagonist for us to yeah. follow
1: to get to that villain. Yeah, because this is really, like, well, like, we just talked about Batman and Robin, so, you know, like, The Dark Knight, everybody always says is, like, that. that's like a crime movie that they put Batman in. Mm-hmm like this like texas chainsaw massacre the next generation this is like just a basic horror movie that they just put leatherface in
0: (laughs) yeah there's no reason for it like leatherface is like actually a real backseat character yeah at best yep like he's barely in it right um and, and like matthew mcconaughey
1: when when, he, when he, he is in it, it's just for like jump scares, and that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Or just kind of like ooh, you know, moments.
0: Yeah, he never really has any kind of like status right. in it, or like he never actually influences the
1: plot or or the action in any real yeah. way. Um, and I mean, when you when you look at it in a broad scale, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like maybe half of the cast seems like they're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's and then there's no chainsaw massacre.
0: (laughs) Yeah, zero chainsaw massacre. No one dies from a chainsaw. There is a chainsaw in the movie. Yeah,
1: there's a chainsaw in it. In that he chases Renee Zellweger with it, but he never kills anyone with a chainsaw. So Renee Zellweger. Renee (laughs) Zellweger got to it before I did. Um, (laughs) I knew you were going back for it. (laughs) No matter how long that sentence was, whenever that period hit, you were like, "So Renee Zellweger." Renelle Zaywigger, eh? Uh
0: I like I think she's actually okay in this movie too. Yeah. Um it, it, like it definitely doesn't surprise me that she turned into a star. A better actress, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I because mean, there's I mean, let's face it, there's absolutely nothing for her to do in yeah, this movie. Yeah, there's not much she could have done with but it. But she kinda does a little bit with it.
1: Um, well, like, oh my when, God. She, when she finds her boyfriend was murdered in the back of the truck and her line is, oh, God, I'm like, <laughs> all right, that wasn't, maybe you should have written her a better line than that.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of the dialogue, what were your
1: favorite shitty lines in this movie? Um, how can I pick? I mean, there's always <laughs> girls have tits. <laughs> and Girls have tits is one of my favorite ones. Pretty much the entire girls conversation, pretty much the entire car conversation at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Is just total nonsense. Like, it it almost has a flow to it, but sometimes doesn't. And I'm just like, what the fuck? They're having two different conversations right now.
0: Yeah, so, like, the movie takes place on, like, prom night, I guess. And uh, instead of going to prom, these, uh, like, jocks and nerds, I guess, um, team up. And just like leave in a car together and yeah. they apparently don't like each other, but they really know each other. Well,
1: it's it was a pretty easy and like kind of convenient and I guess and not far fetched way to start the movie where like one of the girls finds her boyfriend kissing someone else and she storms out of the prom. And then he ends up catching up with the car and getting into it. And then the other two are already in the back seat. So it's like here we're off and running. Yeah, the two nerds were making yeah. out in the back seat. Or whatever, yeah. Or he accused them of smoking weed back there and in my dad's car.
0: Yeah, I like uh they, they, they crash the car and and he literally says, You guys were getting stoned. If my dad smells it tomorrow, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh I also like he he's the same guy that got caught uh kissing the other girl and he <laughs> and like his defense is uh, once. I kissed her once. Gosh, it's like I can't even do anything. I can't even be with my friends uh, anymore. I can't even hang out with my friends. You're such a nag. She's like, no.
1: It's and a then, very specific <laughs> thing that she was upset about. And then she's like, and then it's. can't believe how <laughs> possessive you are. Yeah, that it was like, well, it's my fault that I, I don't have sex with him. Every night, <laughs> I mean, he's like, oh, it's not your fault. He's just trying to convince you of that. So. Yeah. She's like, no, it's my fault. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, yeah, I like his other line of,
0: guys need sex. They can get prostrate cancer. Yeah, <laughs> prostrate <laughs> cancer, that's
1: right. He's just saying that to scare you into sleeping with him. Yeah. yeah. And then they presumably get lost five miles from their school. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, but I, I also love her, uh, his girlfriend, or uh, the girl he was cheating on, when uh, she's driving the car and she just goes, what if we got into a wreck? Yeah. They could write a song about it.
1: Like the whole beginning of the movie, <laughs> like, she's like, what if we get killed? Like, I feel like someone's watching me. I feel like somebody's following me. I'm like, what is wrong with this girl? Yeah. Like, seriously, somebody's following me.
0: She also has like a couple lines where she's just like, I'm a bitch. I'm just a stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> it's like,
1: and then she just gets tortured through the rest of the movie. Yeah. She gets lit on fire. She gets her skull crushed by Matthew McConaughey and his hydraulic leg.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: why? Remote-controlled
0: hydraulic leg. Why does uh, he have a hydraulic leg? <laughs> uh,
1: see, that's what I was remembering. Like, I'm, I, I, re- I remembered enough of it that I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fucking weird movie to watch. I'm going to put this one on my list. I, re- I remembered it, the hydraulic leg and I was it's like. it's never
0: acknowledged, which I
1: kind of love. Yeah. But it's also like, what? That it's just why
0: he, is this in a Texas chainsaw massacre movie
1: that he just has it and it has multiple <laughs> remotes that control it uh, yeah it's it's fucking crazy it's so good <laughs> but so bad well and then like if you look up if you were to probably look up any uh synopsis of the movie it would probably just be Cut and pasting it from other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, where they'd be like, "Oh, they Kids get get lost." Yeah, like they get they get terrorized by a family full of cannibals, and I'm like, mm, "They don't really establish that they're cannibals at all in this movie, at all."
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, my w- one of my other favorite lines. Again, all my notes are just stupid lines from the movie. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like as they're getting lost, you know, to like fall into the hands of these yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacres who don't massacre anyone with chainsaws. Uh, but yeah, he just goes. Uh what is it? There's no place to turn around. There's never any place to turn around. These assholes don't know how to make roads.
1: <laughs> That's right. It's like what?
0: <laughs> Who says that?
1: <laughs> well then like because they hit the, the the car and then the, the one guy that they hit gets out of his car and like falls to the ground and then they get help. And that's how Matthew McConaughey comes in. And then he checks him. He's like, oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> and the, the, the other guy who was waiting was like, no, he's not dead. He was just, you know, awake a minute ago. <laughs> and then he just snaps his neck and he's like, he's dead now. He's <laughs> <You're> dead now. <laughs> And that's when you're like, yeah, this is going to be good. Matthew McConaughey is yeah, looking yeah, great. That,
0: that's like, yeah, that's a good like 30, 40 minutes into the movie where like it kind of takes that turn from just being like dumb teenagers to I hope Matthew McConaughey is in
1: every scene. Yeah. Like, I hope, I hope he kills everyone. And indeed he does. Leatherface gets one kill and it's when he hits the dude with the, in the head with the hammer. And you don't even know he's dead. He just knocks him down and then you never see him again.
0: Yeah, Leatherface is kind of a, a zero in this. Yeah,
1: he's a crossdresser though, so you know, ahead uh-huh. of its time. <laughs> Although you make the weirdest person in the movie be a, I guess is it even a crossdresser? I don't know. He's probably wearing women's skin too. Why would you pee in this house? Anyway, um... urinating size yeah. zip fly. I did actually like some of the the set design for the house how like they had like a wall that was covered in like driver's licenses and shit. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Uh, yeah, that is good. Uh, on that note, uh, I like that. Um, Matthew McConaughey's truck, his tow truck. Yeah. Uh, is uh, currently registered and inspected. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Like
0: murders people, but also like really obeys the law, you know, uh, and it just, just uh, definitely a slave to the DMV
1: i love this the scene when he's trying to get renee zelliger to get into the truck and he just starts driving away slowly (laughs) and she's like oh okay i'll get in i'll get in all right i guess you seem like like a reasonable person yeah you get in the fucking truck or not (laughs) (laughs) and then as soon as she gets in he's like you got to be careful who you get in the cars with these days (laughs) it's like oh this was a mistake (laughs) good job good job dummy. uh all right so uh should we should we go further into the uh you they start hinting that Matthew McConaughey is a part of a secret organization conspiracy theorist conspiracy organization or whatever, and then guys in suits show up. <laughs> it just gets even weirder, and this guy has like body piercings and tattoos, and he opens his shirt and then he licks Renee Zellberg's face <laughs>
0: yeah, the, I literally I have the the only non dialogue <laughs> note I have is face looking scene most disturbing
1: (laughs) and then you're literally just sitting there watching it i was literally sitting there just like uh i don't remember this at all oh wow it's still happening the fuck and then they've got like the really old like grandpa character who's in every texas chainsaw Massacre movie because he's like you know the one that they're trying to preserve by feeding him blood of of young kids Mm -hmm. but they never actually do any cannibal stuff in this movie so there's just this old guy at a table and then, like in the middle of whatever's going on, he just gets up, grabs a fork, and walks out of the room. <laughs> That's it, and he never comes back. And I'm like, "What is going on? This is so weird." Uh, and then she eventually escapes after messing with his hydraulic leg. Uh,
0: again, I, the, I, I love, I, I love and hate the hydraulic leg. I know like, it just. It makes no sense but at the same time that just kind of makes it better like again like if it's on any other character maybe maybe i really hate it but like on matthew mcconaughey is just like on a different level than everyone else in the movie (laughs) so the fact that he just randomly has a hydraulic leg
1: (laughs) it's just like you're like all right let's do it did he get it
0: (laughs) all right all right right. he also says that yeah he does uh, yeah, but, like, uh, uh, you know, because it's, like, 19, what is this, 1993, something like that? Yeah, 94, I think. Yeah, so it's not even, like...
1: So this is pre-A Time to Kill, pre-Jerry like Maguire. Yeah,
0: this isn't even, like, Alita, where, like, right. a hydraulic leg would make sense.
1: <laughs> no, this is just, like, where did you, did you fashion your own hydraulic leg? Why does it have remotes? <laughs> Why does it have multiple remotes? <laughs> Why did we have an extended scene where Renee Zellweger is pointing an unloaded shotgun? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess one of the barrels was loaded. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, Yeah, so there's that. There's like everything's flashing through my head now with this fucking movie. And then she finally escapes. She ends up chasing down an RV with two old people in it. (laughs) And then a, 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 a plane that's flying by, a crop duster plane, that kills Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck was that? You don't understand any of it. It's other. like
0: the least satisfying yeah. way to end the movie.
1: So weird. And then... Um, the, and then the end when she finally gets out Well she doesn't even get out She ends up getting into the limo with the creepy dude who licked her face earlier And he just lets her go mm-hmm. And and you're just sitting there like He talks almost like it was like a game Like he was just like They were just trying to put fear into people I'm like well you actually killed people But you know, it was that yeah. too I mean you legitimately put fear into them <laughs> Yeah. Oh and then the other Yeah and then that guy who just quotes authors <laughs> randomly Oh yeah about that guy too
0: the hillbilly quotes like "Yep, ralph waldo emerson
1: <laughs> yep yeah there you go
0: oh literally that was a nice pull
1: for me yep yeah actually and they're not cannibals because she goes and gets some pizza <laughs> and then it ends with her at the hospital and then they wheel a stretcher by and then they the camera hangs on it and follows it down the hallway and she's just staring at it. And you're like, what the fuck was that? And then that's the end of the movie. And then you don't find out unless you actually research it that the people in the hospital at the end were from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which has no bearing on the plot of this movie. No. So you're not sure why they hung on them with the camera. Doesn't it's It doesn't really make sense. It's just something that you just, you'll just watch and stare at. Like, what the fuck just happened?
0: Alright. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre
1: the next generation lowest grossing texas JSON massacre movie of all time
0: that's surprising
1: <laughs> and they tried to re-release it later when they were more famous and their agency put a stop to it <laughs> is that right yeah
0: yeah when i said that's surprising that was uh that was sarcasm yeah i don't know if that played but uh no, i get it I get it. That, I get it yeah that's pretty when, when did they try to release it
1: um like after they were both stars I think it might have been a couple years later maybe 96 or something like that I think they tried to re get it out there so people so they could you know tack some name to it yeah do the old the the Hansel and Gretel uh, approach which was who was in that Jeremy Renner and I don't remember now
0: man that
1: fucking movie yeah that like that was released years after it was made because they were finally famous yep yeah so that's that's along the short with this one I would say watch it because it's a fucking trip
0: yeah I mean I think it's like a I mean it's like 89 minutes and it's ridiculous and kind of fun it's not a good movie at all no but like McConaughey is just ridiculous in it
1: yeah to see what Matthew McConaughey was doing like he wasn't even famous yet and you're like man this guy was always crazy
0: yeah I guess it makes it, it's weird to me because like this, this plays more like modern McConaughey. Yeah. You know, this and Dazed and Confused. So like that, that kind of middle period of his career is kind of strange to me where like, he's just doing like generic.
1: He's, he's almost got this weird killer Joe vibe turned up to 11 in this one.
0: Yeah. Cause like he's, he's really, he's performing in this. He's selling that hydraulic leg.
1: And I think, well, at least Renee Zellwiger, like she's talked about this movie later. Like she like she's fine speaking about it. She's not embarrassed by it. She's like, you know. I think she talked about it where she was like, He was chasing me with a live chainsaw, and the whole time I was thinking, like, is this legal? Mm -hmm. Can we do this? (laughs) Jeez.
0: (laughs) All right. Well Tejas chainsaw massacre. That's
1: right. The next generation. Some good shit. Yeah. No chainsaw massacring at all. At and, all. Uh, Matthew McConaughey kills most of the people. Yeah. So, yeah. Shoehorn the Leatherface in there. Make it a TCM film. The Chainsaw Massacre? Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, on
1: to Bride of Chucky yes four years later our next movie 98 which if you didn't know that just look at the soundtrack (laughs) yeah that's a pretty good call.
0: so bride of chucky was my choice yeah i i thought this would be like sort of a genre kind of change up uh You know, we were kind of doing mostly action films. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Brad Chucky would be like a good kind of horror introduction and be sort of a comedy as well. Um, I was wrong on both counts. (laughs) Uh,
1: You didn't find anything funny about this one? uh,
0: It was pretty bad. This was the first one that I watched. I think it was like three weeks ago. I I mean it's, it's pretty bad all around. Yeah, I, you know. So like I, I I mentioned on you know in with Texas Chainsaw Massacre that like, they the reason we're watching this is because it's a Chucky film. So Chucky is Chucky is the real protagonist of the movie, but since he's also the villain, you know he's, mm-hmm. he's he was drawing us in, but he's also the villain, and they have to have, like another like a straw man kind of protagonist so it's like these two kids who we don't give a fuck about right you know and like there are these star-crossed lovers who john ritter plays their father who's also like the police chief and he's keeping them apart and so they end up going on like a road trip with chucky and his bride who who is like the original killer's Fiance or something and she gets turned into a doll she like charles lee ray yeah she still like worships him and brings him back with voodoo and whatever (laughs) uh whatever some some spiritual right Uh, voodoo for dummies yeah but then somehow she ends up getting turned into a doll as well (laughs) which is stupid um
1: i don't even what the fuck yeah how did it even happen she thought she brought him back because she thought a long time ago he was gonna marry her it's such a stupid plot
0: yeah so she's hanging on for like 10 years
1: to marry a doll
0: to marry a doll (laughs) um yeah
1: and then she when he says that he's not gonna marry her she like locks him in a cage and then he kills her (laughs) Yeah, he kills her
0: and then reanimates her as a doll. As a doll. And then they go on this road trip with these two fucking (laughs) bland
1: teenagers. And then then as soon as he makes her a doll, they they find out that they can not be dolls anymore, but they can't get to New Jersey because they're both dolls. And I'm like, well, you just fucked your own plan up then because you killed her and made her a doll. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) I don't know. I kind of did like John Ritter in this, and I remember liking John Ritter when I first saw this. In whatever year it was, 98.
0: I guess he's like he's fine, but he, he's he's dead. Yeah, fifteen minutes into the movie,
1: I most just liked his facial expressions in the beginning when he's talking to the the her gay friend that is pretending to be her prom date or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, like I, it, it just
1: but there's like like they purposefully make Chucky like uh like Goofy. Like he's a killer, but he's also like a goofy killer. And like he he gets scared in this movie. Like he screams when she sits up out of the tub, you know, as her like last scare before she dies. And he screams when uh, John Ritter comes comes back when they think he's dead. And I'm like, all right, so you're having like the homicidal doll like be afraid of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just kind of a weird like you're just it's just total goof goof off. Yeah,
0: I like it. Kind of is too, like I, I feel like a lot of it is kind of a joke. Like I, it's it's a little bit sort of it's like exactly what I thought it would be, but just like not as good. Yeah. Like it's it's not nearly as clever as it thinks it is. Right. Like its idea of clever dialogue is like, uh, yeah, she, uh, Jennifer Tilly's character, like, says like you fuck, and yeah. then Chucky says, but you won't. <laughs> He she's insulting him, but he's saying you he won't have sex.
1: Uh, oh no, no! It was the kids that say that. Is it? Yeah the the the, the dude, Catherine Heigl's boyfriend, who's the she's the young girl or whatever. Yeah,
0: Catherine. Oh man, she's terrible. In
1: this he day. calls John Ritter. He says you fuck, and he goes. He says, but you won't because oh, he's not gonna he's right. not gonna fuck his niece or whatever.
0: Yeah, <clears throat>
1: it's even worse. Yeah,
0: uh, I also like uh, when. Someone says a Chucky, spell woman. And he says, B-I-T-C-H.
1: <laughs> that is incorrect.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Yep. But hey, you know what? You know what Chucky does like? Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and White Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting that you brought it up earlier because... Um, This movie does contain something that is very near and dear to my heart, (laughs) yeah, which is is, um, uh, puppet sex.
0: (laughs) So, like, when Jennifer Tilly gets turned into the doll, yeah, she has like a ready made wardrobe. Like, where does she get that leather jacket (laughs) (laughs) that fits?
1: Oh my god. And then later Chucky's like, yeah, you know, I'm anatomically correct down there. And it's like, why would you be? Yeah. <laughs> why did they make good guy dolls with dicks? <laughs> like wh- what kind of kid's toy are you you guys pushing? And she's like, I'm crying and that's supposed to be like, oh, I see. <laughs> like Yeah. She can leak fluids. I'm like, why is this a plot point? <sighs> well, it's a plot point because the baby comes out at the end. Yeah. Oh. God. God, the seed of Chucky mm. sequel. What's the next one? Uh,
0: yeah,
1: I, too I, bad we're not doing franchise
0: fifths. Is it too bad because then we'd no, be doing a good day to die hard? <laughs> uh, no, there's also like I, the Jennifer Tilly and Chucky, I, I can't remember her name. In her character name, anyway, but like they're constantly like Teresa? bickering Tory? and fighting. Like that, no. um, Terry, Tilly,
1: Tilly. Um, Remember when Jennifer Tilly was a thing in 1998? No, <laughs> nobody does.
0: Uh, but no, like, like they're just constantly fighting. And there's there's a sequence where like, uh, they're in the back of the van with these teenagers, and like a cop car gets blown up. And yeah. they literally are, like, accusing each other of doing it. They're, like, at each other's throats. And then the next scene, they get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, in the honeymoon suite, <laughs>
1: killing some <laughs> other yeah. honeymooning uh, couple. Yeah, they're fighting over the right way to kill. It's like, don't use a knife. That's so 80s or whatever. Yeah.
0: Like again,
1: it, it's and then they make a Martha Stewart like... reference. Reference? Who the Who the heck is Martha Stewart? I don't even yeah. think he says fuck. Probably, yeah. probably PG thirteen.
0: It's just like it's again. It's one of those things where like they're they're trying to wedge him in as the protagonist, but yeah. he's he's not. And like they spend way too much time on these fucking bland teenagers. Kath, is is this Katherine Heigl's first movie?
1: I don't know. No, probably not. Does anyone care? Although, like, there is a plot point of them. Everything that they do is framing the kids for murder, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense. Yeah. Because when the cop car explodes, like, they're both on the run for it. But it's like, the dude was clearly standing in the middle of the road, like, 500 feet from the fucking cop car. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when it blows up. And she was, like, getting them food or something. So she wasn't anywhere near it. But they're both, like, suspects. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. And then the uh, the gay best friend later uh, confronts him because he thinks they're murderers. And then he steps out of the van that they're in and gets hit by a truck and he explodes. <laughs> there's a lot of
0: like random explosion in the movie. Like yeah. it's the cop car that there's also a scene in the honeymoon suite where they somehow like shatter the glass over a waterbed and the yeah. glass with such force it kills falling like their... eight feet. Yeah. Uh, falls onto the waterbed
1: and punctures it so that it like explodes. Yeah. It explodes. And then it just leaks blood water everywhere. Cause, cause they were also killed by the falling mirror. Yeah. They weren't just like lightly cut yeah. and scraped. Uh,
0: Whew. yeah, they were impaled Whew. multiple times. Yeah. It's horrible. I got, I, I don't know. There's, this is this is the quintessential bonus show film. Yeah. Just total dud. I was hoping it would be great. I mean,
1: what else do you need to say about it other than the fact that two murder puppets have to drive to Hackensack, New Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> That's the plot of this movie.
0: To retrieve a mystical amulet.
1: Yeah. That's in chapter 11 of the, the uh, Voodoo for Dummies book. <sighs> yeah. Which is really chapter six.
0: Yeah, that that was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. It's on page 217, chapter 11. <clears> the <throat> close-up of page 217, chapter 6. Is it
1: still What's-His-Face doing the voice of Chucky? Brad Renfro? I think uh, Brad Dourif. Brad Dourif? Wow, Brad Renfro. Wow, no, he's dead, right? <laughs> is anyway. He? Is he? Brad Dourif. See, and now when she changes her wardrobe, Chucky is, like, hot for her. So even though he has a human spirit in his body, he is attracted to a doll. True. Think about that.
0: At the same time Jennifer Tilly was always also yeah. shaming. I mean, she resurrected a doll.
1: I guess I don't want to shame people that have sex with dolls cuz they might be listening. In fact, they're probably Annie. more they're more likely to be listening than normal people. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think we exhausted everything we had to say about Bride of Chucky 14 minutes ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 14 minutes ago.
0: ago. (laughs) Ah, yes. I think I botched the facts of Bride of Chucky 14 times as well. Did you? I don't know. Probably. Well, anyway. We're sorry about this. Uh, this has been the bonus show for Brett, franchise fourths.
1: Any of these three that you recommend watching?
0: You know, I would actually say watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next yes. Generation. Yes, that that actually has some entertainment value.
1: How about this one? Out of all the seven movies that we talked about between the main show and the bonus, what was the worst reviewed of them all? This is a little segment I like to call, guess what, Brad? (laughs) I'm not going
0: to call it that. Is this the segment that you said you were going to spring on? me?
1: I don't remember now, but this is the one I'm springing on you now.
0: Or was that the soundboard that
1: didn't work? Didn't work. I didn't have enough sounds. Yeah. I only loaded three sounds. Is this one? What a piece of shit. <laughs> this one. Girls have tits. <laughs> and this one. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's pretty quality soundboard.
0: Can you do me a favor? <laughs> what? Never play that again.
1: <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Never.
0: Never. Woo! Actually, you know what? I, I think all that's missing is uh, another one. Another
1: one.
0: Nope. Nope. Uh, Yeah, so again, we're sorry about this. Friend like Uh, me. As always.
1: You didn't want to guess?
0: Sorry. Oh. (laughs) You didn't want to guess what the... That was a real game you were playing? Yeah,
1: you didn't want to guess what the worst... What was the
0: worst reviewed? I'm going to say... Batman or Robin.
1: Ah, you're right. Thank you. You are correct. What was the best reviewed?
0: Uh... Live free or die hard.
1: Yeah, you're right there. I'm so fucking good. Uh, fucking stupid game. Yeah. Whoo!
0: <laughs> You'll never fool me. No,
1: fool me once. Same. Never. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Mandatory movies We'll in about 10 days or so For the preview episode for Our August show
0: In advance I will say Sorry about that
1: About the preview show? Yeah Was the preview show all no good
0: too? Uh, probably not Why would it be? <laughs> so this has been Mandatory Movies
1: That could have gone better
0: indeed yeah indeed i'm bradley redder
1: i'm Kevin falkenberg